0: For decades, the left has told us, my body, my choice, but not when it comes to the COVID vaccine. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Beerman. When you think about it, the power of the state over your health is absolutely frightening. I read a story, comes out of Los Angeles, doesn't have anything to do with the COVID-19 vaccine or even COVID-19. It's about a young married black couple lives in the Los Angeles area. They are very self-sufficient. And she was having a baby. And she, like many other couples, especially within the black community, have been having births at home because of their concerns about some of the diseases you can pick up. In hospitals, there's been a a growing trend in in parts of our nation and in many communities to have midwives and births at home. And this is what happened not long ago with this couple. She went into labor pains literally at nine o'clock in the morning, and her daughter was born at nine fifteen just minutes later. But there were some minor complications and and to be sure that everything was okay, They called in for the paramedics, and the paramedics decided to take everybody to the hospital. And there was really no problem after all. There was no real health issue. And then the folks at the hospital were demanding to take blood from this newborn. It's like, we have to do this. We need to check on everything. And the couple politely said, no, everything is fine. We're taking our baby, we're leaving here, and we're going home. And so they did. Well, hours later, in the like in the wee hours of the morning, a day or so later, there comes the police and social workers ready to take blood from that infant. And they knock on the door in the wee hours of the morning, waking everybody up with guns drawn. They came in to get that uh, blood work. Because the state needs to know all about your baby's health and body. The left for decades has has told us, my body, my choice when it comes to the abortion issue. They have been beating us over the heads for at least, oh, I don't know, 35 plus years that I can think of, politically speaking, loudly and angrily about my body, my choice. Keep your hands off my body. Keep your hands off my abortion. Keep your hands off whatever. But now when it comes to the coronavirus, and the more I read, I'll get to it in a moment. I've got some more stories that I had left from yesterday. You really need to hear. But there was one that came through that I found rather disturbing. Now, as you know, My wife and I are residents of the state of Florida, though we have a little place up in the mountains. And for the foreseeable future, we're spending a lot of time going back and forth by necessity and family need and other things. No no major crisis, just what needs to be done. And so I've been recording the program mostly lately from from up here in, in Georgia. Next week, I think we'll be broadcasting from Virginia We'll be spending some time with the daughter. Now, I ran across this story that I found honestly a little bit disturbing. And it involves our state of Florida. Now, earlier this year, our governor, who, by the way, I think the world of Governor Ron DeSantis, he signed a bill banning vaccine passports and empowering the state to override local emergency orders that infringe on people's personal liberty. So far so good. However, there is a provision in Florida law that allows public health officials and here's the problem and it in quotes this is from the law use any means necessary to vaccinate anyone who poses a danger to the public health. Now that phrase in Florida law And it's not just Florida. A lot of places have it as well. There are, all over the country, there are countless laws on the books that grant that kind of sweeping authority to health officials during, quote, an emergency. And so this disturbs me, the idea that some public health official, and and I don't trust the government anymore. I mean, you're you're talking to a guy that has spent most of his life debunking a lot of strange conspiracy theories, successfully, I might add. But there's some things about this pandemic, and many of the things look even over these many years. There are a lot of truthful things out there that are nefarious that come out of our government. So this this SB two thousand six signed by Governor Ron DeSantis in May. It took effect July first. Places an explicit ban on requiring vac, you know, vaccine passports, point or digital certificates used to show a proof of vaccination in order to engage in business or participate in public activities. So far so good. The measure also prioritizes keeping businesses and schools open and forces emergency you know orders to be renewed at 7-day intervals with a mandatory expiration at 42 days, or about you know two months. Now, while SB 2006 was good news for those who uh, that are opposed to forcing citizens to show your papers to participate in normal life, some of the language that is still in the law it amended has, well, it, it causes alarm in people like me about the potential for mandatory vaccinations in the state. The ban on vaccine passports and clampdown on health agency powers, well, we got to get some new language in the law. That's all I can say. One of the provisions that was not eliminated from the existing Florida law states that individuals who are unable or unwilling to be examined, tested, vaccinated, or treated for reasons of health religion or conscience may be subject to quarantine. If there's no practical method to quarantine the individual, the state health officer may use any means necessary to vaccinate or treat the individual. Now, here's how I look at it in Florida. It really depends on the county that you live in. Now, this, this language has been a part of Florida law for like 19 years. It goes back to the days of Jeb Bush. So it predates anything about Governor DeSantis or or Governor Rick Scott, both whose tough approach to lockdowns, mass mandates, and vaccine passports have generated a wide-scale support among people like me. And he's been very consistent, the governor, in his opposition to many of the measures that have been undertaken by other state leaders to, quote, slow the spread. And it never did slow the spread, Florida did as well and or better than many states that locked down. So in Florida, DeSantis says it's your personal choice regarding vaccinations will be protected and no business or government entity will be able to deny you services based on your decision. The updated law does sharply curb existing powers that have been held by health officials. But you know there's under the language though. Some people are are concerned you know, in two in nineteen oh five, we're talking a long time ago, the Supreme Court decided that mandatory vaccination does not violate the Fourteenth Amendment. All fifty states have adopted mandatory vaccination programs for school children, and oftentimes college students, though most states do have exemptions. In other words, I have issues with all this force stuff. We're told Like I said, we opened the program with the concept, my body, my choice, only applies to killing a child in the womb. Apparently, somewhere in your body, there's a tattoo that says property of New York state government or federal government or whatever state you live. Apparently, we are no longer free people in this nation. And apparently, we have not been for a very, very long time. Christians are always willing to compromise too often with state authorities on everything. During the peak of all the shutdowns and lockouts and everything else, the churches took it worse than almost any other business. Literally. They were, shall we say, singled out. People like Governor Gretchen Whitmer locked down her state last year. And since, you know, and and right now in Michigan, Republican state senators approved the repeal of the laws used by Gretchen Whitmer to lock her state down. She'll not be allowed to veto it and she won't be able to pull the same stunt this fall or next year that didn't do her people of her state any better than Florida or any other state that didn't do all the lockdowns. I'm telling you i'm deeply concerned i'm deeply concerned about where all this can be headed once again if you listen to this program i'm not one of those people that is a total anti-vaccination individual i'm not but i am opposed to using human beings as i hate to use the term guinea pigs but or experimental you know creatures mRNA technology does hold some promise in certain things, but sticking needles in the arms of seven billion human beings across the face of the earth to try it out, I think is a stupid idea and satanically inspired. There's just something wrong about this. These people are just, you have to get vaccinated. And we're going to be talking about that today on the program and some of these other news stories that I I wanted to get to uh, today. If you're just joining us, this is the program Truth to Ponder, and I'm your host, Bob Bierman. You can find out more about the program at our website, truth2ponder.com. Truth, the number 2ponder.com. Noticed over the weekend, I think we're hitting some record numbers to the website. Not so much to the radio site. We'll talk about it. A little bit later on the program today But I do want to get to some other news stories That we kind of missed from yesterday Many years ago And I'm thinking about somebody Had a letter, a, a nice note From somebody that listens to the program In rural upstate New York And yes, if you're not from that part of the world Upstate New York can be very rural And there are a lot of very wonderful people That live throughout that state I have a lot of friends and people I live there myself um, it can be cold. If you're used to it, I guess it's okay. Everything is not New York City, Brooklyn, and the Bronx. It's just not. There's a, it's, a, it's a wonderful state. And I can remember years ago when living up there, there were a number of times, especially when I became a senior in high school and right after I graduated, and a couple of times before and after that, I, I used to get in the car with some of my friends. It was only about maybe an hour and a half's drive, To the Canadian border At the Peace Bridge I can remember those days well And I would visit Canada as often as I could We'd just make a day of it Maybe on a day Saturday Leave Saturday morning Get back Saturday afternoon I spent a couple of weeks up there When I was a junior in high school Assisting a vacation Bible school For two weeks at a church Just outside of Toronto A little town called Bramalee And I was at the Toronto Islands. And I can remember the best way to describe it how friendly the Canadian people were at the time and how free the Canadian people were at the time. But you know something? That's not the case anymore. You know Canada's march to total totalitarianism, <laughs> socialism and loss of freedom just continues. Woo! Played the entire Canadian national anthem for a reason to understand some of the lyrics and what it really means. Think about these lyrics: "God keep our land glorious and free." Well, guess what? Canada, just like the United States, day by day, your freedoms are being stolen out from underneath you. Your sovereignty is being robbed. You're being ruined and wrecked from inside. The idea of standing on guard for your nation is gone from your leaders. Your leaders don't care. They've sold you out. Saw this story. You know, Canada used to be a bastion of free speech. There's a story out. You know, offensive remarks. You know, things that people don't like. Remember, there's no guarantee. There's no guarantee to not be offended. And while offensive remarks on social media are still technically legal, Canada's Heritage Minister Steve and Colourblue uh, says that the, they undermine democracy. The government is promoting an internet censorship bill, Canadian Bill 36, which seeks to ob- <laughs> it seems to basically obligate social media platforms into being mass censors. In other words, your freedom of speech, if if the government doesn't like it, means nothing. This guy is saying, you know, the content can steal and damage lives. It intimidates, it obscures valuable voices, preventing a truly a democratic debate. The guy's a fool. The guy's lying to you. He's nothing but a government troll that loves his power and has no business being in the office he is. In June, the cabinet introduced that bill, C-36. It threatens social media users with house arrest. Notice, users, not platforms. You know, people like you and I, if you happen to live in Canada. You could be put under house arrest and fines up to $50,000 Canadian dollars for sharing, which is about the same or more than American dollars, for sharing content that promotes, you know, things that they consider vilification of other people. The objective of this bill is to ensure more accountability and transparency. Baloney. It's to restrict speech and shut people up. People like little Mr. Trudeau, little boy, man, child, premier of Canada little man child worthless human being should not be in office i'm sorry under canada's super woke criminal code you know code hate speech now and what what is hate speech it's a crime what this bill does it makes all kinds of speech illegal even when there's no evidence of a crime and social media platforms such as Facebook or Twitter are increasingly central to participation in in democratic and cultural and public life is what he stated. He says that, you know, social media platforms can be used for all kinds of terrible and nasty things. Well, sorry, that's part of the price of free speech. You as a Canadian official don't have the right to be <laughs> Uh, not criticized. And using the power of government to stifle people's rights and free speech shows how intellectually, morally, and spiritually bankrupt you are. I feel very sorry for my friends in Canada with what you're having to deal with. Another story in in the news comes from good old France. And French people, they could face jail. Now for not plying you know, complying with COVID passports. So in the news we see that French president, the other little man child on the global scene has already ...controversially announced that starting next month, everybody visiting a restaurant, cafe, shopping center, hospital... ...traveling on a long-distance train in France will be forced to display a special COVID vaccine health pass. Now we have some idea of the punishments that, that France is going to be proposing for those who fail to comply... According to this law from the Manchild, people who fail to provide valid health passes will face up to six months in a French prison for not having your health passport or trying to, you know, get away without having one. And any business that welcomes people without using a health pass will face a year in a French prison and a massive fine. Many restaurant owners are now terrified that these new COVID requirements and permits will transform them into virus cops instead of people that are making food and feeding people and keeping up the art of French cuisine. The repercussions are a part of a harsh campaign by the French government to force individuals to receive the coronavirus vaccine in the face of widespread demonstrations that are occurring in major cities. Citizens will have to present an app pass, demonstrating that they have been completely vaccinated, or they have an approved negative test, or recovered from the infection in undefined recent times. According to French President Emmanuel Macron... From August 1st, people who cannot show proof of vaccination or a negative test, at their own expense, of course, will be barred from public transportation, visiting a theater, shopping centers, bar, cafe, restaurant, pretty much any place. And the penalties in France will be one of the strictest in the world. Macron and his cabinet claim that the COVID permits are the only way <laughs> of protecting hospitals from being overloaded. Baloney! You're lying. They never were overloaded to begin with, and 15 days to flatten the curve did nothing. Macron and his cabinet claim these permits are the only way. The only way. And we want to avoid the lockdowns. Hey, they'll do the lockdowns anyway, trust me. Lockdowns are coming no matter what. The curve was flattened before we even tried to flatten it. And I say this from working in emergency management. We prepared where I was working in a large county for this massive overflow of sick and dying people that never, it never happened. Hospital workers were being laid off. We sent the mercy ship to New York. Remember that in New York State? Hospitals set up in Central Park. Everything. All this was done. Never needed. Many restaurant operators in France say they find it difficult to keep up with the continually changing health regulations. Hey, we have 50 states that are doing that here. And as reported before, France has faced massive protest about the harsh proposals. I pray to Almighty God. That the French people rise up against this tyranny of the vaccine, this tyranny of COVID, and this march to even more massive one-world government socialism. And now let's take a little trip across the English Channel. We can do it through the channel if you'd like. Saw this headline. British Navy has COVID. Every single crew member fully vaccinated. I've got a funny feeling that those of you in the UK are actually becoming slaves again, regardless of of old Britannia that rules the waves. You're slaves to the coronavirus and the lockdowns and the fear and the coming vaccine passports. You know they're coming. Boris Johnson, he was going to not follow his own rules. I guess he got shamed into doing it after being allegedly exposed to somebody with this variant. Now they got a quarantine for so many days. But getting back to this story about the British Navy. British Defense Secretary Ben Wallace announced that after their flagship aircraft carrier, a hundred crew members have come down sick with COVID. And every one of them are fully vaccinated. Did you hear that? They're all vaccinated. Several other warships in the fleet are also affected. Though he wouldn't say how many crew members on those ships are sick. Maybe they're afraid to tell you. Uh, they're currently in the Indian Ocean. Oh, maybe that's how they got the variant. near they're, they're near India. Must have blown out to sea. And they plan to carry on their tour with Japan as their Ultimate destination, BBC News said the Queen and Prime Minister had been on board the flagship shortly before it sailed. Ooh. Also, you—I'm pro- sure many of you already heard this. Also, in the UK, Sajid Javid, the top government official tasked with leading the United Kingdom's coronavirus response, announced this over the weekend that he had tested positive for COVID-19 after being vaccinated. In a post to Twitter, the health secretary said he had learned of his results from a rapid lateral flow test generally used for people without uh, symptoms, and he's awaiting for the so-called more accurate PCR. PCR test, as you know, if you listen to this program, you can get them to be accurate, inaccurate, false positives, the higher the threshold, you know, the, what's called the cycle threshold, the more phony the results, the more false positives. So he's, he says he feels a bit groggy. Um, and uh, he's had both doses of his vaccine. We'll see. You know, this whole idea about vaccinations in the past My wife has taken the flu vaccine. I don't, and I'll tell you why. It has nothing to do with any oddball, uh, any adverse thing about vaccines in general. I'll just tell you why. In my case, over the past 25 years, the few times that I took the flu vaccine are the only years that I had the flu, just so you know. And in all the years that I did not take the vaccine, I did not have the flu, period. And so I decided... Uh, I'm going to try without and take my chances. So far, uh, let's see. The last time I was required to take a flu vaccine because I was working in emergency management was back in 2010. And that was the year that I had the flu. So it's been 11 years. Just so you know. Well, my wife, because she has asthma, she's been taking the flu vaccine every year. And she waits till late fall. Because we do live in Florida. We got to be prepared for when the snowbirds bring the flu down. And she's been taking it every year. Now, does she take the flu vaccine so you don't get the flu? Follow me here. Does she take the vaccine so somebody coming down from New York does not get the flu? Of course not. People take the vaccine so they don't get it. But this whole thing about this vaccine... Everybody's saying, and we're going to be getting into this a little bit more in a few minutes. We're running up to a break here. And I got that and a couple of other stories that I do want to share. This whole idea that the unvaccinated are making the vaccinated sick has got to be the most stupid thing I've ever heard. I said it yesterday. I said it last week. I'll say it again. It is like being in, oh, I don't know, Ottawa, Canada, in February, and somebody demanding you put on a winter jacket so they will stay warm. How stupid does that sound? This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. Hey, real quick, before I go to the break here, I want to remind you we got some great topics in the second segment of the program you don't want to miss. A lot of news stories. I want to take a moment to thank all of you that support this radio ministry. And I want to remind you again, if you are a new listener to any of the stations, let me know. It means more just to know you are listening to the program. It helps me to also determine where to use our very limited resources in obtaining airtime. If you're listening on on KYAH, maybe which is in Utah, maybe on shortwave from KVOH, Los Angeles, which is at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 Pacific, 9975 kilohertz. I really need to know. And also listening to WRMI. A number of listeners tell us they listen to the various frequencies on WRMI. Hopefully, late summer, early fall, we'll be making some major upgrades on our times and and additional frequencies. I'll tell you more about it as we get closer to it. Also on free-to-air satellite Galaxy 19. Now I'm not happy with the music that I've got. I'm beginning to work on it. It's going to take me a few weeks to get through this. Got someone that has offered to help me kind of go through the music as well. I think it's a great alternative uh, to people. It's it's free to air, meaning if you own the equipment, and I think you can install everything for about 200 and some odd dollars, bunch of Christian TV channels there. I'm not going to recommend all of them, but they're there. A uh, number of radio channels and other things, and it's free. There's no monthly bill. Maybe that's something that would work for you. And We have a channel there. We're going to keep plugging away here for a couple of more months. And if, it, if it's gaining traction, we keep it. If not, I'm also thinking that some other programs could find a home on that channel besides just mine. Just, just something to think about and uh, keep it in prayer. If you believe in the ministry, visit the website truth2ponder.com. truth2ponder.com. My email is Bob at truth2ponder.com. I'm the only guy that sees it. So if you have any suggestions or thoughts, please let me know. And our mailing address in Georgia is 21 Berkshire, B-E-R-K-S-H-I-R-E, 21 Berkshire Lane number, number 263. And we are in Sky Valley, two words, Sky Valley, Georgia, and the zip code 30537. We'll be right back. The plucked out eye.
1: Shalom Aleichem. This is the nice Jewish boy, Jonathan Kahn. your Jewish connection, bringing you the riches of your Jewish roots in Jesus. Now get your pen out as fast as you can so you don't miss out on receiving a special free gift you're going to get and love in a moment. The word is ayin. Try it. Ayin. It's Hebrew for I. Messiah talked about it. He said if your ayin, your eye, causes you to stumble... Then take it out. Take out your eye. Some translations read tear it out. Others read pluck it out. So take out your eye, tear out your eye, pluck out your eye, and then throw it away. That sounds nice, doesn't it? Pluck out your eye and throw it away. You know, it's amazing. I've seen many Bible pictures illustrating various biblical scenes and parables and truths, but I've never seen even one picture illustrating this teaching, plucking out one's eyes and Throwing it away. I've never once received a Christian card with the scene on the cover, and I've never seen this illustrated in a Bible coloring book for children. Why is that? The reason is, of course, it's too graphic. It's too vivid. It's too hard-hitting. But that's exactly the point. Messiah gave this example not so you would go into picture Bibles or greeting cards or Christian coloring books, but so it would be burned into the eyes of our hearts. He said it so you'd take that sin in your life so seriously that no matter what the cost or sacrifice, you'd pluck it out and throw it away. Imagine plucking out your own eye because it caused you to stumble. Imagine that. Whoa. Don't do it. But in the same way, pluck out that sin, that thing that's causing you to stumble. Pluck out, pluck that thing out of your life. Throw it away. Be done with it already. Keep your eyes. But for that sin, there's only one thing to do. And you know what it is. Pluck it out. Want more? Ask for the radical hearts. Now imagine being plugged into a special line let lets you know future events, news behind the news, biblical prophecy, updates on Israel, and you, what you need to know as an end-time believer, and teachings and strength for every day of your week, and the incredible mystery of the temple doors, all free. How do you get all this? Easy. Just remember Jesus' real Hebrew name, Yeshua, and dial it. Just dial 1-800-YESHUA-1. You'll be so blessed, but call now. 1-800-YESHUA-1. Now I invite you to join me to reach the unreached peoples of this world in the most incredible way from Moscow to Madagascar even to Jerusalem. Just call now. 1-800-YESHUA-1 That's Y-E-S-H-U-A-1 Or well, write me direct. The Nice Jewish Boy at Box 1111, Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey and the zip 076-44. It's a Nice Jewish Boy. It's Box 1111. It's in Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey, 076-44. Well, Till next time, this is Jonathan Kahn saying Shalom Aleichem. Pluck that thing out <laughs> and what, do whatever you have to do, my friend. Get free. Peace be to you, my friend and Messiah. Roeha HaTov, the Good Shepherd.
0: This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. And welcome to part two of our Tuesday get-together of Truth to Ponder. I'm your host, Bob Bierman. In just a couple of moments, I've got a few more stories that I want to share. And when you begin to tie all these pieces together, it's like a big jigsaw puzzle. You put this one piece in and it connects to this one, and you begin to see a larger picture. I shared in the first segment some of the things happening around the world in terms of vaccine passports, vaccine this, vaccine that, vaccine the other and how in the United States with our 50 states there's a there's a tremendous resistance in a lot of places and a lot of compliance in others. Inevitably it could happen here. There's no doubt in my mind about that that people will take these vaccines. And my concern is these vaccines, by legal definition, are not a vaccine. Oh yeah, they changed it recently to make them, but up until recently, they're not. And the two things that concern me, both in our nation and globally, a couple of things. Number one, mRNA technology is something that people have been playing around with and looking at for a long time almost 20 years saw some stories how do you patent a virus and it's vaccine within days in two different companies apart in the early 2000s one having to be a severe acute uh, respiratory syndrome it's troubling and then some kind of a vaccine to fix it there's just a lot about this what I really believe in my heart and I pray these things out and say Lord don't allow me to be a fool and say something I'm going to regret. But I begin to wonder, and I want to do as much research on this as I can find. In spite of the fact that we all claim that we don't want any biological warfare going on, I think that there is research going on, even though it may be illegal in the United States. Why do you think why do you think a Dr. Fauci and a Dr. Barak from, you know, uh, University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill. Why would the guy at the Eco Health Alliance, Peter Daszak, why are these people so dead set on playing gain-of-function games with viruses? Why would Fauci lie to the United States Senate that my office does not fund gain-of-function research? Well, what they do is they fund a third party that does. So, yeah, you really are. It's like, I didn't kill my wife. I just paid that guy to kill her. That's what it sounds like to me. And you have all these same names coming up over and over again. And Bill Gates wanting to lower the population. He has said this. This is not some conspiracy theory. Go look it up. Go find the video. We can reduce the world's population with vaccines. Because he and many other dimwits believe that we need to get rid of a lot of the population. Look, Ted Turner's on record saying we only need 300 million people worldwide. Kill the rest off. Let them die. And so we have groups like Klaus Schwab. We'll talk about him in just a moment. And the World Economic Forum. Who is this shadowy weirdo? And why does he yield so much power? And then you've got president puppet. I mean, uh, President Biden in the United States. You know, making a little off-the-cuff remark, and there's a lot to be said about these off-the-cuff remarks when it comes to platforms, see, The whole idea is we've got to control the social media platforms and make them totally censored like the Nazis centered the newspapers, you know, censored them and controlled them back in the 1930s. This is what they're demanding of the press. Now, thankfully, MSNBC, NBC, they're all compliant. They're all state-run media. They want to be at the table with the elites and worshipped as such. And dissenters must be crushed, minimized. They must be made fun of. But something that that Joe Biden said when they were talking about social media and information about the coronavirus, and and you hear people like we, we played yesterday, Kathleen Sebelius, saying, you know, all the unvaccinated have got to be just ostracized, take their kids away, take their jobs away. You know, maybe we need to just shoot them and burn them in their opinions. That's what it's beginning to sound like. So either they're not telling us something about this virus, or there's something nefarious going on using this virus. And then last week, we catch this little clip of Joe Biden as he's getting ready to to leave the white house and go somewhere
1: what's your message to platforms like facebook
0: they're killing people i mean it really well look the only pandemic we have is among the unvaccinated and that and they're, and they're killing people do you see the censorship noose beginning to get a little bit tighter this is the narrative that allowing anti-vaccine information or letting people know that people have died because of these vaccines or people that are crippled or these vaccines may have long-term effects we don't know about. That's that's the kind of news that must be silenced, cannot be spoken. Legitimate doctors, people that teach medicine, well-reviewed peers. We're not talking quacks. We're talking reputable doctors. Many have come out with very serious concerns about that these vaccines. And what does Facebook and Twitter and YouTube do? Cut them off. deplatform them. Make them non- people. Mock them. And you have the syphilis brain leftists that are out there calling it misinformation. Does anybody know the long-term effects of any of this stuff? And show me your data. We see this rush now to make this vaccine FDA approved by the fall. Well, that'll be a first. Vaccines normally take decades, especially something that is this different, to find out the long-term effects. But we're going to rush this to market. And there's this global demand. That everybody's arm must be stabbed with this concoction for some reason. A concoction that does not stop you from getting the virus, does not stop you from spreading the virus. Hey, look at the Democrats that left Texas to fly to to Washington. All vaccinated. Now you got some quarantining in D.C. because they tested positive. Told you the British Navy, others what was it, eight members of the New York Yankees baseball team fully vaccinated about a month or so ago, tested positive? So what is the purpose of these vaccines? There's something that is just not, there's something to this that nobody seems to want to address. And I look for the data. And it's like, don't look at the man behind the curtain kind of stuff. There are a lot of moving parts going on to change this world. There are people that have been very clear for decades they want a new world order, a one world government, a totally different economic system. So many world leaders, including even our presidents, including prime ministers and everybody else, and and business leaders, they all flock to Davos to see the guru of the new world order. World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab. In the months since I started this program, I've shared articles and guests, and we talk about the evidence supporting the claim of the COVID pandemic could be used, or it could even be a ruse by some people's definition, to bring in this global system. The so-called Great Reset, the Fourth Industrial Revolution, and while the World Economic Forum may not necessarily be the top of the pyramid of the, all the technocratic elites like Google and Facebook, the mega-billionaire class. It is a big power player. Its founder and chairman, Klaus Schwab, has emerged as the front man of the Great Reset. As I said, the fourth industrial revolution, which has an unmistakable, this is something you, it's going to take some time. We'll get into this this week a little bit more in detail. A transhumanist component, the merging of biological or physical technologies in the human in the human body Klaus has given speeches and he's written books on these topics he wants to shape this revolution he has one book called covid 19 the great reset if you don't believe me go to their website world economic forum it's you can find it weforum.org they're out there everything you need to know about them They're not even hiding it. Here's Klaus Schwab himself being the medical expert talking about how we're going to have to deal with this virus. And then you'll understand the implications of this virus to a global reset. Masks are not sufficient. We need vaccines to immunize ourselves. The same is true for cyber attacks here, too. We have to move from simple protection to immunization. We need to build IT infrastructures that have digital antibodies built in inherently to protect themselves. The only way you can change the way people live is fear and threat will take your job away. You can't travel. We may take your kids away. There's Kathleen, Kathleen Sebelius pretty much said that. Got a lot of people saying that, you know, parents that are not vaccinated need their children taken away. This is the kind of world we're coming into. This is a satanic world we have now entered. This is a man-made laboratory concocted virus. You know it. I know it. I said it. And for a year, we were called kooks, nuts, keepers of odd knowledge for daring to say something something along those lines. It turns out it's true, but doesn't matter now. Nah, the cat's out of the bag. Eventually, maybe they'll catch up to Fauci and company, the father of the virus himself, the wizard of COVID. But this great reset bothers me. It's nothing but a rebranding of what we called... You know, back in the 90s, the New World Order. This New World Order has been considered by many a conspiracy theory, but it's obvious it's not. You know, it's not anybody that wears tinfoil hats, too much time to surf the Internet. It's obvious the New World Order is real. And the name calling was just a way to call people like me that would say there's something wrong with this. It's globalism. They didn't want the cat to get out of the bag, in my opinion. Last year, about a year ago, Schwab publicly announced what he called the Great Reset. There's no way to dismiss it now. It's happening. It's right on their website. He's demanding the fourth industrial revolution where man and machine become one. I'm serious. We have to be more equitable. We must... We must worship this planet. We have to consider climate change in everything. By the way, the next lockdowns won't be coronavirus, and when this runs its course, they're going to say, you know, when we when we locked down, the world got cooler. Uh, pollution went down, so let's lock down some more. They're going to break your spirit, my friend. They're going to shut down. They're going to find ways to keep you from gathering and talking to each other. Hey, make sure Facebook can't uh, only has one side. This, this is Nazi propaganda, my friend. Countries that want to build back better. You heard that term. That's a term even the World Economic Forum uses. Sound familiar? It was the daily slogan in the Biden-Harris march to the White House. They spewed it out daily. And now as things begin to come out for those who have eyes to see, We know it's a stolen election, I'm convinced. You can't convince me otherwise. It's beginning to unravel. You can't separate the global reset from the pandemic, no matter how you try. The Build Back Better is a way to completely shift our financial system to an all-digital, centrally-controlled currency. You know, that filthy money, can't have that in your hands anymore. At the rate our country and world is borrowing, this nation in particular, inflation is going to become so painful in a short amount of time. Supply chain interruptions, we see them already, are going to cause a backlog of goods. I suspect many will be disappointed come the Christmas season when certain little toys from China don't make it. We have a chip shortage. That's why car dealers have very few new cars to sell of any. In time, if we don't stop this, our existing bank-controlled system, it'll all be centralized and controlled by the central banks, and you'll have smart contracts that allow the banks to surveil and totally control your life, what you can buy, what you can't, who you can buy and spend money with. And here's the worst part that bothers me. You'll own nothing. Klaus Schwab has said it. By 2030, you'll own nothing and be happy. The idea of programming our currency as such is how we can spend our money. Our money may even have expiration dates, so you lose what you don't spend within a certain time frame. In other words, you notice banks don't even give you any money on savings anymore. That's to discourage what used to be encouraged, savings. Savings. You'll own nothing. If the central bank can control how and where you spend your money, and they take away your ability to really save up for large purchases like a car, no, the idea of the central world government is to make us literally rent everything. I'm serious. Rent everything, only buy only what are, you know, expendable commodities of necessity. Like food and toilet paper, those are, those are just commodities that, that expend, can't be really saved. If you don't believe in the idea that you're going to own nothing, this little clip, this little audio clip I grabbed off a video from the World Economic Forum website. Listen carefully.
1: And the four, third thing I will point to is a very big move that's happening at the moment from product to service. I have a friend, he says, every product is a service waiting to happen. If you think about it, I mean, your cell phone, why, why do you want to own your cell phone? Does, how, do, how many of you own your cell phones? How many knows if the company owns it? It's actually not a lot. I mean, you want the, you want the function, you want the service, right? Why do you want to own a cell phone if you can just lease it? And if you lease, why, why shouldn't you lease your refrigerator or your washing machine or your dishwasher? Or why do you want to own it?
0: Why would you want to own something when we can rent you everything? Saw so a story. I may talk about this later this week. There's a, some companies buying up single-family homes, entire neighborhoods, paying more than they're worth. You know what the goal is? Not to sit on them as an investment to resell. Not to flip them. No, to turn these houses into rental units. Rental units. We're being set up, in my opinion. Younger people growing up today, they need their new phone every year or two, so it's just rent to own. Rent to own everything. Your furniture, your car, your house. Money that expires so you have to spend it by a certain time on your necessities or your entertainment purposes, as long as you have a vaccine passport. This vaccine passport is a means to the end, and it has nothing to do with your health. Nothing. We know that the measures taken in states that were literally draconian did not do any better, and in many cases, worse than those that did not take the extreme measures. Unless there's some big lie attached to this virus or things they don't want you to know of how this is a biological weapon, some people claim, and I'm beginning to sometimes think they might be right, the vaccine itself may be a a bioweapon of sorts. We'll find out eventually, won't we? They're going to come to your door Have you been vaccinated? States can sit there like Florida and Georgia and others saying no passports here. But ultimately, ultimately, people will be corralled and have no choice. Is this the mark of the beast? I don't know. Tomorrow, I'm going to change gears a little bit and I'm going to get back to these issues trying to tie the loose ends together tomorrow and thursday and also try to provide hope in these uncertain times i've never seen anything like this when i first started doing this radio program almost a year ago i never thought it would take this this world would take the direction that it's going in the lord laid it very very firmly on my heart to do this program I'm just one of many, many voices. I'm not some big guy with millions of listeners, and I'm just one guy that you're listening to. Maybe God drew you here. Maybe you found it. Whatever the reason, you're here, and I'm doing what I can to help you through this journey. If you believe in what we're doing, would you consider a small gift, any gift, large or small, helps? Mailing address is 21 Berkshire, B E R K S H I R E. 21 Berkshire Lane, number 263. Number 263. We're in the city of Sky Valley. Two words, Sky Valley, Georgia. Zip code 30537. 21 Berkshire Lane, number 263. Sky Valley, Georgia. 30537. When writing a check, make it out to Ancient Word Radio. This has been Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. To find out more...